All right, let's get back into this. Uh, you you want to talk about the relationship part about getting to know someone and stuff. So let's let's get oh, yeah. into this. Like, there's different types of dating. There's like that online dating. There's in-person dating. Someone you meet up at a bar and stuff. And what I'm talking about is after that whole initial hello first date thing. Once you're actually like officially considered a uh, dating or relationship type of thing, or like working towards it. Talking That's the other to thing. talking. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that's my favorite part because it's like a, it's like exploring a new land or something or like up like a new uh, level in the game or something like like I don't know how that was there. Oh, there's a med pack over there. So like when you meet these new people, you get to see what they like. You see, um, their their the thing their their nervous twitches or their uh, their safety nets or their things that they don't like and. And then movies they do like, and then things that whether they clash or they work with you, and it's that whole exploration thing is so fun. And it sucks, <laughs> but in retrospective, when you think of it, you appreciate it more. It's like, oh, that was so fun. Like I learned a lot more about myself, or I learned a lot about that person, or mm-hmm. or uh, that interaction. Mistakes are going to be made, um, but uh, the whole point is not to worry about whether this is going to work out or not. The word just enjoy the time, and be you. And if they don't like you for who you are, then that's good. Much rather they not like you for who you are than than like you for who you're not. You know. But I don't need relationship column right there. (laughs) The roughism, the roughism. Like no, I mean that's a very good point. Like I think, I think I actually want to do like a a podcast about this at some point because I know that there's a lot of intra. introverted people that are in the gaming community and stuff and they they I'm one of them. I'm not saying they don't know how to interact with people, but some of them really don't know how to interact with people. And and let's be honest, so like even the people who do know how to interact with people, half the time they're just bullshitting. Like mm. I, I I know exactly what you mean. And it's not like not in the bad way, bullshit. Yeah. It's just a survival mechanism. Yeah, it's like so I'm what I call an introverted extroverted person in the sense that every test i'll take will tell me that i'm an extrovert but i know for a fact that i don't mind being home but every one of my friends who like used to live near me will tell you that i love going out and doing things so (laughs) it's one of those things that as as a what, what am i trying to say here oh when you're getting to know someone don't think too much about yourself like make sure you're not doing like biting your fingernails all the time or you know things like that but don't overthink it because if you overthink it then you start to just complicate things so Mm -hmm. much and that was actually an issue so i get nervous and when i get nervous i just don't feel well so Mm -hmm. i know that it hadn't affected me recently but this time it did when i when i was meeting up with uh we'll we'll call this uh person s just s s right yeah lady s so when I was meeting up with Lady S, um, yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> I just had like I was so nervous, and I could, did not know why. But I think it was because of the fact that like I had gotten along with her even in chat, like text. the The text was, mm. while it wasn't like the the most like interesting creative stuff, it was it was good. It was collective, so it it really allowed me to like actually get to know them quickly without having to guess i guess a lot if that I, I understand that and the, the problem though with chat or texting compared to in life is when you chat with someone like right now if we're playing 
uh, if I was in your stream right now and I'm chatting, hey, carbs, what's up? How you doing? I could be Mr. Cool Guy, but then I could go really quick, take a glass of water or or scratch my head and watch some TV. Yeah. And then, then so if, there's no like awkward time. But when you're in person, it's like you have to react right then and there when it happens. Well, see, and, and that's, a, that's another thing I want to talk about. Awkward time. Mm -hmm. It's only awkward if you make it. <laughs> well, it depends because sometimes you say something that you want a reaction and maybe that person might not react the way you want or at all. So then it creates that true awkward, you know, like, hey, you so what's up, awkward, how you doing? But yeah, you, counter, you, you counter that. And you, oh. go, you go, well, at least I thought it was funny. No, I'm just kidding. You don't do that. Oh, don't oh do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. You could do the self-deprecation or you can make it like, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> waka waka. You could, you but could like, just uh, completely shoot yourself down or, you know, get self-pity. But honestly, they're, no. they're not good. They're, that's not a good coping mechanism. I find that the best way to deal with awkwardness is to just let it happen. Because as that's soon as you yeah. let it happen and you're not trying to, like, fumble over your words or try to get them to talk and you're not forcing conversation – at, like once that awkward conversation awkward silence is there it just it disappears and the next time it happens it'll be less embarrassing or it'll feel less intense to you yeah and the thing with a lot of relationships there doesn't need to always have a conversation like things don't need a you don't always have to have a topic to talk just the company sometimes it's just enough because it's a relationship you like this person you just wanted them to be next to you whether it's holding their hand or just sitting close to them that's enough you don't have to say anything it's kind of like with comic books or storyboarding you don't always have to have a conversation going on sometimes you can tell a lot of a story by just actions and watching something happen um mm -hmm. walking dead was really good uh the comic book is, was in the beginning was really good with that like showing you a story and telling you a story by just a bunch of panels and things happening besides just talking and when it comes to relationships it's the same thing a lot of new relationships everyone's like oh i need to know everything about them i need to let them know everything about me so when it's quiet time it's like oh this is awkward but it's not it's just you guys are enjoying each other's company and that's perfectly natural and that's actually the best thing if you could share awkward moments with someone and they're both uh, both of you are fine then that's a good sign <laughs> if you're nervous and you can't eat in front of that person that means you really care about this person and you're nervous because like that's these, a good these sign. sound like uh these sound like they're things that might have happened to you in the past oh, or yeah 100 yeah 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 like i remember my f first year's girlfriend i went to her house uh this is the thing i met her because i'm like she wanted to learn guitar so i'm like i'm gonna teach you guitar you know but it's for free you guitar, learn guitar or guitar guitar however how you want to say it i always call it Sorry. guitar. <laughs> i'm horrible i'm I, I i find it funny because i know that people will point out like when i say things weird or if they just can't even hear me because i mumble a lot or talk fast so uh -huh. everything blends together so i just like to point out other people's flaws and words and uh, it's kind of a dick in, thing and i'm sorry i'm in miami man we have so many accents and we say everything wrong that i'm used to saying things wrong and i'm I mean, fine with it. at least you don't like <laughs> as go long pack as we the car you don't go pack yeah, the car pack the in car. the gar garage or gay garage go, go the gar pack. however you say <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> my, my, my dad's from boston so he, he yeah, can yeah. do it really well and it's just hilarious there's this important. funny uh newgrounds cartoon called i think it's alcoholics anonymous or something Oh, or something that there's a guy that has an accent like that he's like pack the car and, and what the fuck man and it, it would make <laughs> me laugh with that but um yeah those are the things that happened with me so I, when i went over her house i'm like my thing is i'll teach you guitar um and you just learning and being able to play that's my payment you don't have to pay me anything so she thought that was cute and i was genuine you know i wasn't not yeah. trying to like get with no, her you're, you're a nice cool. person you're not you're not someone who yeah yeah <laughs> now, back then i was <laughs> <laughs> now's a different story yeah. then <laughs> 
now and so like i'm teaching her guitar and while i'm teaching her i'm starting to grow feelings for her and i think she was too, well she was because we dated for four for five months five years sorry um but at that time i'm like when i noticed that each time it was time for me get to get picked up by her dad um i got all excited you know because i had so much equipment didn't fit in my car he had a van so he would pick me up instead mm -hmm. and um whenever we started like a for sure starting to like want to date each other and would they would serve dinner because it would be the guitar lesson then dinner i couldn't eat anymore i'm like i eat like one two grains of rice and like that's it i'm like oh no i'm full i kind of ate i'm sorry or something like that. but that let me know like i was digging her because <laughs> i can't even eat in front of her anymore <laughs> i mean you know, I, I kind of get where you're coming from because, like I said, I, I get nervous. And this past mm -hmm. date, I was still nervous when we went and got food, and I couldn't eat or date. I don't even know if it was a date. We were just kind of getting to know each other. So, <laughs> you know, I couldn't eat. Like, I literally ordered something. I paid full price for this thing, and I just knew that if I ate all of it, I would have been sick to my stomach. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I just didn't like i ate one bite of chicken it was like chicken wraps and it was really literally basically a chicken quesadilla but in a wrap form mm. so i was just like i can't i can't do this so i feel you on that yeah 100 that's why I usually if it's like dates like that i'll hold off on the food until i feel a little bit more comfortable i'll go to a park my favorite oh, no. date area is i, the I park. needed to eat because i had so much the issue was uh. there was so much sugar that day like <laughs> oh. so it was the day before thanksgiving <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah, that I was the day that. where my my coworker he made this monster pie thing, cake <laughs> pie thing. And when I'm saying cake pie thing, it's literally a cake with a full pie in the center. Yeah, I saw the pictures of it, yeah. And then like another one on cake top. With an yeah. apple pie inside. And then it was cream cheese icing, so it was extra extra like sweet and oh it was so good but so much sugar and so much food and i my stomach just wasn't having it and made me super <laughs> when i got nervous then it made me feel even worse and yeah too much carbs she, for carbs lady s was <laughs> lady s was really nice she she was very understanding about the whole thing so that's cool um but yeah so we were we, we talked about like music and stuff and like you know it was very interesting i would say that's like the first time where I spent what that was six hours or more mm -hmm. and then I like stayed up late and we just chatted for another like we were up till two basically just chatting um, mm. in person and so we got to know each other a lot about each other just by like our habits and things like that and I love mm. sociology so understanding the way someone behaves is like even it makes it's even fast more fascinating for me um, yeah there was something you mentioned something and I really wanted to talk about it. Oh gosh. No worries. Yeah, it was... When it comes up to you, just bring it up and we'll talk about it. Yeah. No, it's not going to come back to me though. But <laughs> I, I like the, it'll come, it'll come to you. No worries. Like what I like though, is that you said you had a conversation in person until two o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. I love those late night chats. Like, um, cause the later it is, everyone's sleeper or also the wall comes down. So then the, conversation becomes more natural now this is a question that you don't have to answer right but have has, has there any been any physical contact like a kiss or a handhold or anything yet 
Yes, there has been kiss. The kiss, kiss at oh. least. The, but the, you, now you have the, to share that. That's no, whoa, I, I love hearing that. Yeah, like like the, how the person got initiated and stuff. If anything, I'll share how it happened with my wife. If you don't want to share yours, um, but I think you? out of respect for a lady, yes. Okay. I will not kiss and tell on this one. All right, all right, good, good, good. That sounds good. Perfectly understandable. <laughs> but yeah, man, that the whole first initiation of that first kiss, man, is always the greatest feeling. It's it's so many things: awkward, awesome, cool. Feels like like it's like a fireworks in your head. But um, I remember I, I was with uh, and my wife was my girlfriend at the time. Well, not really girlfriend. We were talking, like how you say, like mm -hmm. we hang out, talk a lot. I worked at a Bally's Totals Fitness. I was a trainer. Mm -hmm. No, no, not that. That was after. I was working at a karate school. She was training at that that Bally's, right? So I would leave work to go see her, and then we'd walk by the shopping center, like the strip mall thing in front of it, and we'd just talk. Mm -hmm. And we started getting into that deep conversation. It was already getting late. And we got into deep conversation life about like our aspirations, whether we wanted to continue with school or not, and all that stuff. And then I wanted to kiss her. And I was like getting closer and like, I'm trying to like give the vibe, you know, mm -hmm. but I was getting very shy. I'm like, I don't want to kiss her and then scare her away because we've only been talking for like a week almost. Right. Or less. So she's talking, I'm getting closer to her. I'm like, do it, ref, just do it. Like, but I'm like going so slow. I'm like a freaking Reinhardt that doesn't know how to hit W. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt. Like I'm there, like, like, like slowly I'm getting, I'm going to find the moment. Once we get one or two kills, we'll go in there. <laughs> But then uh, the cool thing is she kissed me instead because, like, I said something sentimental. And she goes, oh, don't worry. It's okay. And then she went for the kiss. She missed me. Like, she got me, like, side lip, whatever. And then I was like, oh. And then that's when they were, like, we hit W. And then, like, the kiss, like, full on happened. And then, ten, like, what is it, 10 years later? Here, here we are. But, uh, yeah, man, that first kiss. And also, like, with the other girls I dated, too, that first kiss has always been cool. Uh, I remember... I think what was the the most interest not the most interesting but the other cool story. I feel like Tinder has ruined that for like the past. Mm. For, what I've for, heard, that kind of has, because for, now people are like, just like swipe yeah. right, boom, let's just do it. Like there's no. <laughs> well, like so, know. I think I, I'm gonna admit this. Like the the past couple that I talked <laughs> to on like Tinder and stuff, it honestly just. I don't know. I have never really had luck with Tinder. Like, yeah, I've made really good relationships. I've actually had a couple serious relationships from Tinder. Mm. But to say, like, there was probably one that happened where it was actually really slow. Like, we had no contact for, like, mm. almost six months, not even, like, three months. Um, and that's because I was visiting my parents in San Antonio, right? And I was using Tinder on... Like, I was just swiping through Tinder, just, like, honestly, I have more fun just, like, looking at how people do their profiles or what pictures they select than actually using Tinder for what it's intended for. Yeah, my single friends show me that. It's it's very interesting. <laughs> it's just, like, there, there's a lot of, like, sociology and uh, psychology behind it, too, that and marketing. is very intriguing. Yeah, I mean, that's very intriguing. Mm -hmm. Like, you're basically setting up a... Honestly, the ones who are doing it for, like, one-night stands, they're setting up a resume to try to get someone hooked instantly, like, you know? So, mm -hmm. anyways, I was talking to this, or I had uh, swiped right on this one chick, and she, I didn't think she was going to swipe right. I was there for a whole week, right, um, in San Antonio. Uh, this is when I still lived up in uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. 
and so we actually swiped right and or she swiped right and we started talking and the one thing that was kind of funny was so you know how like people say a lot of into windows right when they're talking or texting i, I don't oh, yeah. know how it was like when you were dating and all <laughs> it can happen yeah in person or in texting yeah I, yeah I started getting texting when i met my wife so i was like a non-texter <laughs> but like, like so if you're gonna talk to me call me up or <laughs> me up and stuff you're like but texting no text. costs too much yeah. at that <laughs> not just texting it's also i had to flip my phone open <laughs> i had to press three six times or to get a letter so, I, like, I was so quick with that good to be honest i've preferred t9 i could text and drive and not actually look at my phone uh, oh man uh, don't text and drive guys that's really bad um yeah, <laughs> but anyways <laughs> so we were having a conversation and she was like i'm going to shower or something like that and like in my head i was like oh cool showers can be fun you know nice and relaxing and she like later on she told me she was like you know i've said that to like many guys like just because out of conversation she was like you know you're, you're talking to someone constantly and you don't want them to kind of like think you just like fell off the face of the earth uh yeah. so or at least some people do it's it depends per person per relationship or everything so we, we were talking constantly like um and so she goes i'm going to show but well, anyway sorry got i already said that she mm. goes she goes you know you're the first guy to not make that sexual in any way and i was like mm. i honestly i was too busy kind of watching tv <laughs> the ADD helped you up there but it was because I was and what's funny is this because I was in a more relaxed environment I was on vacation I was at my mom's house I was just mm -hmm. hanging out with family so I wasn't thinking I wasn't in that like one night stand mode I wasn't in that prowling mode or whatever you want to call it oh yeah. and I heard about this thing called cuffing season cuffing I did season? not realize <laughs> that, I did not realize that was an actual term you should ask your what wife is if cuffing? she knows what cuffing season is I don't even know what cuffing is, is. <laughs> it's basically where you Oh gosh, here, let me look up the Urban Dictionary and I'll say it. Yeah, while you look that up though, like I would fail that shower test too. If if a girl I was talking to say, I'm going to shower, I'll do something like, oh yeah, or something stupid. <laughs> well, what's funny is I didn't even do like winky face or anything. I was just like, oh. showers could be fun. She thought I was being dirty at first and then like mm. she realized afterwards I really wasn't. Oh yeah, because the whole showers can be fun, can can be thought as, as dirty. Yeah. So, <laughs> cuffing season, top definition on Urban Dictionary. During the fall and winter months, people who would normally rather be single or presumptuous find themselves, along with the rest of the world, desiring to be cuffed or tied down by a serious relationship. The cold weather and prolonged indoor activity causes singles to become lonely and depressed to be cuffed. Desperate to be cuffed. What is that, like, from National Geographic? <laughs> the, that's the way I Cuff, read it off, anyways. That's a funny way to say cuffing, like, almost like handcuffing. Oh, yeah, so, so that's what they're things. saying, like, in a relationship. You're, you're cuffing them to a relationship. Just so they can have um, someone to hang out with the Thanksgiving Apparently, and the duration of this is the day after Halloween, November 1st, to the mm -hmm. end of the day after Valentine's Day, February 15th. That makes I sense. Might say, I might say that it ends on Valentine's Day because you're on Valentine's Day. You're already pissed off that it's Valentine's Day and you don't mm -hmm. you're not sing. Anyways, I found <laughs> I have strong feelings against Valentine's Day just because of how it's marketed and the, there's no, like, there's a small story, but. Yeah, it's a made-up holiday just so people can make money, and then also guilt trip people and having to buy something. Exactly. If you're if you're asshole. gonna be if you're gonna do something <laughs> special for your SO, do it every fucking day. Do it one day a week. Do it one day a month. Don't pick some random ass day in the middle of February to do it. Like, oh. yeah, and I feel I feel that way kind of with Thanksgiving. 
in the sense that like if you're gonna hang out with your family, be thankful. It should be every day. Like, well, it uh, should not every be day, every, but, like, day. every now and then. But I think the thing about Thanksgiving is it's very lost, right? So the original <laughs> thing was to get food for the winter or whatever, have a one big feast with everything from like the middle, the fall season before mm -hmm. it goes bad or before the winter comes with everybody. And I think we're missing the part where, yeah, you should be thankful every day, but you should be thankful about the food that you're giving. I, like, yes, these are all like, even if you think about Christmas, it's about family. It's about, you know, enjoying each other's company and things like that. Even though some people see it as just a gift gathering, you know, money mm -hmm. that it could be. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, it's just one of those things that you, <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I know where you're trying to get at. It's, it's like one of those things that like grind your gears. Yeah, yeah because it's I don't like, even know where we are so, going from coffee. Because it's season. fabricated. Hey, that's that's what happens when you talk with me, man. <laughs> you go from know, one the, thing the, to this like, has to you be could the talk most about serious video games to like like politics and racial issues, which I will hold off on this stream. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> this is this is probably one of the most serious uh, podcasts I've ever actually had. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> And I'm not even drinking whiskey because I'm I have some medication in me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, oh god, what were we talking about? <laughs> I kind of want to go backwards and like listen. Well, we, this uh, is what we were talking about. We were talking about cuffing season. You were talking about a girl that you met on Tinder that uh, when you oh, she yeah. said showers. Anyways, so yeah, we were talking about first kiss, and that's how it led to that. Mm -hmm. Um. Her and I actually met on Tinder, and she was from El Paso, but she was going to school in San Antonio. Mm. And, you know, so we had been talking for a little bit, and it kind of started out as a joke, but, like, one month in or something like that, I was like, why don't you just come up here? Like, come fly up to Virginia. And she was like, oh, I'm not – oh, I did not mean to call her. Oh. And the phone heard you. Oh. No, that just called the because I was texting Lady S and I was like, oh, "We're talking yeah. about you on the podcast." And uh -oh. I was like, "I was like, I guess I was on her thing and accidentally pressed the the button." But anyways, <laughs> so to continue on with the story, I was like, "Why don't I just fly? Like, why don't you just come up here?" And she's like, "I don't have the money for that." And I was like, oh, I, "You know, I to be honest, so I'm you don't very, you don't live in Texas then? I live in Texas now." Oh, okay, okay. I didn't then. I'm very well off for my age, so I'll say that. I, I've been very blessed in the sense that I've always been in technology, and I had the skill set, the mindset to just keep going into business and keep on going into these, these corporate things. And the reason why I bring that up is because I just paid for her to come up to Virginia. Like, I don't want oh, people nice. to just be like, what, you, you in know, debt just for some girl? Like, no, like... Money I, baller, man. <laughs> I just, I had the means to do it and I was like you know we're, we're hitting it off and it's fun and to be honest Tinder in Richmond was kind of boring me at that mm -hmm. point so hey, you know Colin Kaepernick supposedly didn't fly out this girl that wanted to meet him she, he didn't pay anything for the plane ticket so like you went up the an NFL <laughs> player so <laughs> big money I'm, I'm very humble in that sense arms to, to, uh, to bling I'm just kidding I'm just kidding congrats though man that's freaking awesome though to be financially sound at a young age it it's, is definitely nice but i mm -hmm. also like that's why i try to give back to small content creators and try to give back to the people who i spend my time with and entertainment mm -hmm. with because i don't pay for cable i don't do anything else besides honestly i get home i sit at my desk i mm -hmm. go out like 
since I've moved to Houston, Lady S is the first person I've like really gone out with, like to meet. That's cool. I, I had one other encounter and it just didn't vibrate for me, so hmm. it just kind of ended there. Um, that takes a lot of balls, though. What you did, like moving from one place to a completely different state. So because it started out for family and then moved into moved into. Well, I want to move back to Richmond, but then I was like, nah. And so someone was like, hey, we have this opening. And I was like, I'll apply and got the <laughs> job here in Houston. And now I'm in Houston with two friends now and <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we can make it more soon. But Oh, wait, look who's here, Snoop. What's up, Snoop? Thanks for coming to the chat. We were just talking about you. I'm not sure if you were here, but we were talking hey, about Snoop. you and how you're cool, man. Snoop. Getting out what face? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to interview you. You don't know it yet, but I'm going to interview you for this podcast <laughs> that we're doing right now. Unconventional Geek. We talk about games. Well, he, he talks about games and uh, technology. I, I talk about anything. He's like, who are you? <laughs> he is Carbs. He's a cool guy. Uh, I'm Carbs. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming uh, by, Snoop. I appreciate nah. it. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the podcast. You're in it, but you're not in it. How do you feel? Um, <laughs> so... But yeah, so I, I flew her out there, and we had our first kiss in the airport. And to me, it was a little weird because I'm not one for PDA at all. Like, as a teen, I had PDA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 um, but, like... But yeah, I know PDA is a, a touchy subject for different what, people. Which, which is funny because, like, in high school, I had this attitude where I was just... Fuck everything. I didn't care. And, and just so, in case for people that don't know, PDA, public displays of affection. That's what yeah. we're talking about. We're not talking about no. a, like a handheld device or not. Yeah, we're not <laughs> talking about personal. Is anybody even old enough to know what a PDA is in the chat? Like, I mean, yes, we are. <laughs> My first smart device was a PDA, okay? Like, and we had we hacked it and got all these different ROMs on there. Yes, Your age is unknown. But... Yeah, so like, I I don't know, it, it was it was nice. It's just I was going through a lot of things at the time. Um, mm -hmm. I had just came out of like a serious relationship of, oh. of five years, seven years. I don't I don't remember, but it was. And what's funny is like, if anybody knows my age, that's most of like my the ending of my high school to like most of my like mid twenties or up to mm -hmm. my mid twenties. Let's see, eighteen to twenty. It was at least five years, roughly. So. Wow, and that's not easy. How how, how long did it take you until like to finally talk to another person after? Is that? my mic sounding static? I'm sorry, dude. Uh, hopefully the the podcast shouldn't sound staticky. Yeah, the uh, static is happening. I think on my end slightly. Um, yeah, like you I sound crystal clear to me. So <laughs> hopefully, you know. Um. I for, yeah, um, I, yeah. What we were talking about is like uh, how many years, uh, not years, but how many, how much time did it take from that five-year break to actually start talking to someone? Oh, else? the five-year relationship to talk to someone else. Honestly, I, I started to talk to someone quickly, but then en it ended because, you know, you're you don't realize how much of a wreck you are. And honestly, I don't think there's a way to skip that part. I think that it has to be. Uh, we are on Discord. Talk, Snooper. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there is a way to stop that whole wreck part. Um, yeah. Sorry, my cat's about to like jump up on the desk, and I really don't want her <laughs> to jump up on the desk. Um, 
experimental. All right, thanks, Snoop. I, I saw well, that. I, I can't know. change that yet. So yeah, that's on my end. I'll do that now. Well, no, you can't change it unless you restart Discord. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Just tell me. Yeah. So. I'll do that next time then. Thanks, Snoop. But you know, so it's one of those things that you have to go through. I think, mm -hmm. like, you might not realize you're going through it, and people vent and deal with it in different ways. They they had well, like for me, it, it was about honestly four months. I went into four another months? relationship. That's pretty fast. And then that's, that's after that, point. but the thing is, is I wasn't ready for those relationships that I went into. Yeah, of course, that's how it is, man. It's kind of like someone died for you. Like I could tell, like it affects you because I could see you on cam talking yeah. about it. And <laughs> so, I'm telling you, like it's hard. It's not easy. So four months, even though you're not ready, that's a good thing though, because you're working towards to change. But, yeah, and, and so then I had that one from El Paso. Uh, we'll call her Lady E. Lady, Lady E, e she she and i had a really nice serious relationship but the issue was was i wasn't ready for it and she was so mm. it caused this like tension and it just didn't end up working out and you know what's funny is she's actually the one that got me to like start doing podcast or not podcasts um vlogs so oh, my, cool. my vlogs like i had already been thinking about doing them but she's the one that like had me like really like you know dive deep into doing them or putting the effort into them like i had started mm -hmm. to think about it and then when i started dating her because she did them i was like it wasn't so much like to not to like make her sound bad but like like it wasn't like oh she can do it i can do it it's more just like you know oh someone every day can do it then i can definitely do it you know yeah, since you come from the tech field, it's different. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I understand what you mean, yeah. Because in, in my eyes, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to sound great. And, like, when Snooper just told me that the, there was static on my end, I was like, <gasps> like, mm -hmm. I just had, like, a mini heart attack, and people don't realize that, so. Yeah, and it's all, thankfully, it's all in my end. Uh, yeah, because I was trying to fix that before we did the stream. I guess I failed on that part. Uh, but um, I, I honestly, uh, Kaden was having the same issue. She said I sounded staticky, and I was having issues where she sounded staticky. I honestly think there's something to do with Chrome and Discord. Just me. Could be. But. Yeah, it could be Discord, yeah. But going going back to that that topic of like coming over a breakup and everything. <clears throat> I remember when the girl that I was telling you about the guitar lessons or whatever, when uh, she broke up with me, I took it really bad. Oh man, I was so angry. And then thankfully my the my friend who's the drummer of the band was there with me when I got the news. It came through an email, by the way, guys. What's it didn't come from yeah exactly it didn't come in uh like was in that person was that hotmail aim or i think it was hotmail <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks Snoop. yeah that's the experimental thing yeah yeah i'll change it after this too so like i was upset that was an email i call her up and then you know we had that conversation and then i was devastated man um and then I also got some weird news from a doctor. A doctor thought I had a brain tumor and all this freaking shit. Oh, my God. So <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I'm, the girl that I loved left me, like, through an email. And I Everything didn't know what to Everything just felt like it do. was falling apart. And, yeah. And, so and, like, so, oh, sorry. Real quick before we move on to Raph's story. <laughs> when someone breaks up with you, try to take it as little personal as possible and it's really hard because i just went through a giant mental breakdown last yeah. year 
and I don't know how many people know this, but I went through this like it was it was almost like an anxiety thing, and I think there's multiple factors, and I can probably get into them on a different podcast, but it's just one of those things that you have to remind yourself that they chose to do it. You have mm-hmm. no control. You have to keep telling yourself that you have no control. Like, that's a really good point. That's the, that's even if the person is testing you, if that person is testing you, they are not worth your time. If they yeah, are exactly. testing you to try to see if you'll come back, they are not worth your time at mm-hmm. all. 100%. So, Continue. And what, what you said was the main thing is the control thing. Like I felt like I was able to change her mind or make her want to be with me and stuff. And then it took a lot for me to get in the, the mindset that you had. Because back then, we didn't have internet that you could look up stuff and get good advice. It was like, you have to ask your friends. You have to figure that out on your own. And it made things a little bit harder. So what I wanted to do is, like, I'm going to be successful in the stuff I liked. No more music because music wasn't working out. So I was trying to do, like, a, like a magazine like a, of the local area. I wanted to call it The Scene or whatever. And, but it was S-E-E-N. I would go to cool places, take pictures of it. Pretty much what a vlog is nowadays. Yeah. And I would go like I I I think I met the Panthers, the Florida Panthers, and NHL hockey. Oh, that's pretty team. cool. Um, backstage, we saw not backstage, but when in locker rooms, we got to meet the new team at the time. And then I was meeting local bands and doing all this stuff, but I didn't. It wasn't fulfilling me. I still felt empty inside. You know. <clears throat> then I I had like this whole depression going on that I, the scene is Snoop there with the Kermits, <laughs> <laughs> and then like uh, my cousin. Uh-huh. Which can I, we, can I we suck- get your Kermit voice with saying the scene? Oh, I can't. I could only. I'm. It's very limited Kermit. Kermit the Frog here. That's all that I could say, and that's it. You can't say anything. <laughs> it doesn't else? even sound like nothing else. It's very limited. Kermit the Frog here. Kermit's in chat. Person, I can't really do it that well, especially that's, with my accent. That sounds awesome. Like I, I honestly <laughs> like from someone who can't do any voices. It just, it's awesome. Can, so Kermit the Frog here, and I can't do it good now because I'm trying to. <laughs> All right, but sorry, then, continue. Um, but I tried doing that for a bit. I got interviewed on the FIU. Uh, it's a university here radio station about this cartoons I was making on Newgrounds because I was trying to do cartoons. See that guy? Oh, yeah, I wanted to get into that. That's what I wanted to get into. Um, Man, so let's, let's, put a, let's put a pin into the Newgrounds stuff, and then we'll come back to that. Right. I, I literally like, just dotted the pin. Oh, my God, I can't. Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> it's like, like, like minority report. Pin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, um, it, I wasn't being fulfilled. I didn't feel fulfilled when I did the radio show. I had a blast. We were talking about the cartoons I made. We were joking about Bill Clinton and stuff. Um, he wasn't the president at the time. It's not that long ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I felt like that was my area. I'm like, radio the, does anybody voice? actually who's listening to this know who Bill Clinton is? Like, I know there's some of you that might, but come on. Oh, Snoop was was around during George Washington. So like, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> he, I think he was. He helped with the Revolutionary War and. Did you like, to meet uh, Abe Lincoln? <laughs> Did you say Abe Lincoln? Sorry, continue. Four scores. See, look, I taught Jesus religion. <laughs> uh, Snoop. And I love that. Snoop is cool as heck, man. For for real. You got to get in touch with him, interview him. But like, uh, going back to the thing, um, I love the, the radio scene. The, I felt at peace doing the radio there. And I loved it. Like, everyone loved it, too. Everyone had a good time with me. They wanted me back. I was down to go back. They wanted me to write for the Beacon, which was like the newspaper. But the thing is, I got turned down by the editor because I never went to FIU. I didn't. I wasn't a, a oh. student. But um, I was fine for being interviewed that thing. But they didn't want to have me all the time because I'm not a student. So I'm like, should I go back to college to do radio or movies or TV or whatever, you know, TV production? But there's no money in that. That's what I thought. 
and I didn't know what to do. So I like uh, I stayed with my cousin, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I had this huge depression thing. I remember I never liked cats. Staying with my cousin made me like cats because he had two very fluffy cats, like the ones that that you have. But it was yeah. like a like a she hit, golden she hits me she right now. She's nowhere nearby. <laughs> it's like a golden fluff, and I remember I couldn't sleep. I remember being in this couch at three in the morning watching Captain Planet on Cartoon Network with one cat on my lap and one cat on my chest, even though I'm like definitely allergic to it. And I'm just petting the cat. <laughs> I'm petting the cat. I'm like, man, what's up with my life? I'm here oh, broken down just from a relationship. And I decided, you know, I'm just going to do stuff that, you know, that made me happy. So I started doing martial arts. Oh, that's a cute ass cat. The big cat. She's, I like the mittens. She's just fluff. Mm-hmm. Little paws have the mittens. So it kind of looks like Figaro, <laughs> but like a furry version of Figaro. Cats are great. Yeah, they are. Like, um, what I love about cats is like they don't want you to pet them when you want to pet them, but when you're like feeling right like now. crap and you don't want no one around you, they'll come over you and like they'll give you affection and they're really cool. Okay, those were kick ass cats because my cat only wants affection when I'm trying to do shit. <laughs> my cat Shadow was super affectionate to me. I called her Shadow because she followed me everywhere. Savannah though, she was a gold digger. She only is cool with you if you had food or something. <laughs> uh, but awesome. uh, yeah, I, I was going through a lot of depression. My cousin told me just to move on and just date someone. And that's when I became a man whore. And uh, <laughs> I dated as many women as I can, as short term, long term, you know, whatever. Even if I, and the bad thing, even if I wasn't attracted or I didn't like them, I still dated them and they, attract, they were attracted to me just to do it. You just like the attention that was coming from it that was stemming exactly. and being relayed over to you. Yeah. And when I said just to do it, I don't mean like sex. I mean, just to date them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that stuff happened too uh, a lot. But like, um, Cause you know I was in a band and weird uh, flex. You know, but okay. Like, yeah, I didn't Sorry. mean to flex that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, weird flex. Okay. <laughs> but like, uh, I learned uh, after that that a lot about people and how to read people about the whole first impressions thing. Cause I'm a ver- I'm a huge huge introvert. It doesn't look that way in this chat or in, in stream sometimes or when I talk. Or even for your I'm- job, really, because your job's yeah customer service yeah yeah exactly 100 it's like sales and talking to people and, and like i don't know I, it's like a, it's not me it's like on like me acting like someone else when i do sales and stuff when i'm on stream i feel like i'm talking to my journal instead of typing it so and also since i'm by Captain's myself log here zero, yeah exactly zero like, dash log, <laughs> yeah, like it feels more natural in stream to be who i am than it is in person in person i'm more reserved i'm like if I hate saying I'm humble because then that's like an oxymoron. It's like, it's like I'm humble. Are you sure yeah. you just said yeah. that you're humble? <laughs> yeah, it's like like, like Fonsworth, Professor Fonsworth. He's like, I'm very modest. And he takes off his clothes and he's all naked. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, it took, a, like, I learned a lot about people, first impressions, what they think, what they want. And then I started learning about like, what I want is just to be happy. Like, I don't care about money or no stuff. And then that's when I got into the, the martial arts school. And started just practicing martial arts, and I was thinking of creating a martial arts school. And then, um, I think that didn't work out because I got selfish. Like, how to happy, yes, Snoop, that's the hardest. Yeah, an entrepreneur. I've always had entrepreneur in, like, I always wanted to do my own business, and that's why I like about streaming because it doesn't feel like a business. It's like we're hanging out, we're talking, which is the whole aspect of the radio that I love, like being able to talk about life and hanging out with people. But it's still, it's lonely, introverted way that I'm in a room with no one around me. I could see you, Card, but like 
we have our privacy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we can easily just, you know, like mute each other, turn off camera. Yeah. And just. But if leave. I was in your house and stuff, I feel like awkward. Oh, should I take off my shoes? Uh, should I go to the bathroom now? Can I, you know, things like that. Like the whole, you know, mm -hmm. um, protocol. And then being happy is not easy. And um, I don't want to make this so freaking deep. Yes, motherfucker, take right. off your shoes. That's what Snoop says. <laughs> yeah, no, but you like, take uh, off your shoes when you enter my house, damn it. But yeah, I'm not a I'm not usually a happy person. Um I'm always like either really angry or sad. And I've always thought uh, for me, um depression for me is like anger without motivation. That's what it felt like for me. Anytime I feel depressed is like when I'm not motivated, I don't want to do anything. When I'm really, really pissed off, at least I have the energy to do something. Like it might be negative though. But when then I'm, I'll use when that. When I'm really pissed off, I rap. I rap. <laughs> when I was pissed off, I would hit a punchy bag, let it out, or play music. But the thing is, when I play music, it was always sad, and always reminded me of that girl because I taught her guitar. So that's why I went away from music. But either way, going back to the positive thing, freestyle rap, rap battle right now. <laughs> we are not going to do a freestyle rap battle right now because I have no anger. I'm actually. So what's funny is the past two days, um, I've actually like had. A, for, a mild like depression state I, I might be using the term too loosely or because you know I'm not diagnosed with depression so I can't say that I have depression but you know you know that depression kind of like weighs down on you so you, you kind of or at least that's what we've been told and that's how you relate or that's how you describe it to people and so I've just been feeling down and trying to like keep get motivated again um and it's not the podcast it's honestly just it just happens but talking about yeah. that like i can only like rap when i'm like angry and then it's all hateful rap it's not even like good rap <laughs> it's, and like I feel my, it, I feel first it. of all i have no rhythm i have i'm the whitest person <laughs> you'll ever meet i mean that's why i had to like put a yellow bag over one of these lights so that way oh, it man. puts some color on me but I, I just it, it helps me just relieve pressure because I used to draw but then looking back at all my sketchbooks when I was frustrated and I couldn't draw right then and there I would literally take my pencil scribble and then just jam it into the sketchbook oh damn man and like so you know those that when I say when I was younger that's like teenage years and that's I feel like there's a lot of I don't even know if it's just guys, but there's a lot of anger when you're a teenager uh, because you're still trying to understand things and you're still trying to, like, you know, figure things out to to how to handle things. Yeah, and, especially when you're young. Um, well, I say young is in your 20s all the way to your late 30s because I'm in, like, the mid-30s because everyone's still young in that sense. And I don't mean to cut you off, but it's... No, you're fine. When when yeah. it comes when it comes to the music thing, that's that's the same thing with well drawing. Same thing with the music with me. Like I would only be inspired to write music if I'm really depressed or I feel like I'm out of control. In the sense of like, there's a situation going on in my life, and I don't have control of it. Mm -hmm. I'm helpless, and like that's when I wanted to write music, and that's when I feel like the worst. It's like <laughs> Snoop is like young in his late thirties. Big. I'm not even in the late yet. I'm almost in the mid, but uh. I'm like dead. I'm I'm basically mid twenties, so. <laughs> yeah, and the I when it comes to depression, if you feel like you have depression, you know, go see someone. I'm not just talking about you, Carbs. I'm talking about everyone that's listening to this thing, because you don't want to fight depression on your own. It's good to have friends, but it also helps to have also a professional point of view on things, because then it's like, that's the that's the one thing when you're depressed, 
you feel like you're by yourself and you want to battle it on your own because you don't want to put this shit on other people. And that's what I like about stream because you you could talk about it in your stream because it's your stream. People are coming to listen to you. So it's not like you're putting that on them. They're coming in noticing like they want to hear about rap or they want to hear about carbs or they want to hear about Snoop. Um, <clears throat> but depression is not something you want to fight on your own, especially if, if it's like the type that you're having good things happen to you. Like let's say you're getting paid good or you're happy or you're in a good relationship and you're still feeling down, that could be depression. Like no matter how many good things happen, you feeling down, that could be depression. But um, it's that whole lack of control. <laughs> Snoop's like heck professionals is the thing that gets a lot of us, like a lot of humans. And then like, we want to be happy. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're not in control of that happiness. And it could be a lot of things. It could be that financial. You don't have enough money to get what you think you need. Or it could be relationship-wise. Like, And I don't mean like boyfriend, girlfriend. It could be mom, dad, cousin, aunt, whatever your life dynamic is. Or maybe you didn't even have parents and you're you know adopted. That loss of control could make you angry or depressed. And that I think what makes people happy is just being able to be in control. Uh, but they think it needs to be money. But no, you want money because you feel like money gives you control. Because now you don't have to go to work. Now you don't have to do this and that. It only controls like certain parts. Like if you think about exactly. it, it controls the consumerism part. It controls, it controls like pseudo happiness in the sense that you mm-hmm. get endorphins from buying things, or at least most people do. And it honestly cannot buy and, people to you. And the people that yeah. it does buy, you don't want them around you because they're gonna be. While they might be straight with you, you might meet a couple like genuine people along the way. It's very hard to find people who just follow the money that are genuine um, yeah uh, I, well, the majority yeah it could be uh because it depends how they were raised to how they got into the money yeah but but the thing is money for people that don't have money people think money is a way to control and then they're getting the control back that's why people really want that money because and oh god i don't remember if it was a comic or whatnot but they there is this thing and it, it basically showed, you know, a very well off man or and it talks about like it shows him basically like having all the items but still super depressed and then mm-hmm. it shows like him dreaming about family and like, you know, he's he's single, he's dreaming about family, he's dreaming about all this stuff. And then it shows like a poor person who like doesn't have anything and he's dreaming about money and how like it would bring cars and women and house mm-hmm. and like all this happiness when really and that's the issue like it it sounds so cliche but it's true because while there are some people who are just arrogant and who who think money is their life and that's what brings them the happiness it it's there's a lot of people who have money or not even like super like they they basically sacrifice their life in order to have that money so now they're looking for their that one thing which i will say if you're young and you found your way into money somehow then i guess you have all the time in the world to go look for that other happiness, but don't be a douche about it. Like, yes, yeah, Snoop hit it also. Like, grass always seems greener on the other side, type of thing, but it's actually yeah. where you water it. That's where it's best. And like, humans are unlucky. Yeah, that's 100% too. Because oh, I've never heard humans are unlucky. Yeah, uh, because like, we think we, we know what's coming in the future, oh, we yeah. know what's in the past. Animals are lucky in the sense that they don't think that way. They just, oh, whatever it is, what it is. And that's why I think I forgot who said it. It was, it was um was it Gary V or was it that, someone else? Not Gary V, but this saying I was gonna say something about Gary V, but this is another philosoph- philosopher. It was an Asian philosopher that he goes, 
if you're feeling depressed, is you're stuck in the past. If you're feeling anxiety, it's because you're thinking too much of the future. If you're at peace, then you're living in the present. Um, but yeah, ignorance is bliss. But like, it, it goes in that sense that as humans, we worry too much about the past, so it brings us down. And then we get anxious because we're thinking too much about the future. And it's really hard just to think about now, just to be ignorant, to be a kid again, like in, when we're like four or five, that all we want to worry about is like eating food or whatever. But, but going back to what Gary Vee was saying, um, Gary Vee, if you guys are not sure who, it is, who he is, he's like an entrepreneur. He has a bunch of stuff, but he also speaks about life and everything. That's like the best way. I, could, I don't want to call him a motivational speaker because he doesn't think of himself as that. But um, Snoop says, "Less think equals happier." Just be, yeah, one hundred percent too. Yeah, I think if you're if you're really smart too, you tend to be more depressed. But uh, what Gary Vee was saying is that there could be someone that's very well off, very rich, and they could be depressed as hell. And then you can have someone that's only making forty thousand uh, dollars a year and could be happy as heck because everyone has their their offs and yeah. odds. Like someone that's born into money probably was always picked on. And I was told, oh, you were born in this. You didn't know how to do this. So they're depressed and they're into drugs and all that stuff because they want to get over that. They feel like they don't own or, anything. Or they have this pretentious attitude where, you know, they have everything because they have money. So they're like, <laughs> this is my life and you can't tell me otherwise. Yeah. And then you have the other way that Jake, you're making $40,000 a year, but the money is not what makes you happy. It's the time that you get to spend with your family or whatever may be the case. The and schedule you have, the work you do, whatever it is. And he says, you don't want to keep up with the Joneses. Like, you don't want to keep up with your neighbor, whatever. It's do what makes you feel happy. Fuck whatever other people say about, like, oh, when you're 23, you should already be at this point in your career. Or if you're 30, you should have this much saved in your 401k. It's like, no, man, just do what you feel like is happy. That makes you happy. If it's being with family, then do something that involves you being more with your family. If you want to be in radio or something, like in my sense, do something that's similar to it that could fit in your time which is streaming and this makes me happy when i do this um or if it's like playing games on your spare time find the time like everyone says oh but i don't have enough time i don't everyone has the same amount of 24 hours is the effort you need to put in finding that time like the time i found like when i started streaming i only had like random one day which was my day off tuesday then i started noticing oh my wife is usually not home on friday nights because she visits her grandma with my daughter and then on Tuesdays, I'm off and they're not home. And Monday nights, usually everyone goes to bed early. But I stay up late because I have Tuesdays. So the boom, those are my stream days. Like, And then I sacrifice my usual sleep or TV time so I could do this. But you have to put in that effort. You know, like, mm -hmm. if, sure. if you know, if you have an idea of what can make you happy, congrats. That's freaking awesome. That's really hard to find. Like, if you're in that type of person that's looking for happiness. If you're someone that's still struggling and you don't know what makes you happy, you need to go out there and just test the waters and do a bunch of things until you find something that makes you happy. Yeah. And and stop putting it on other people. Like, don't put it on your dad or your mom or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your, your dog or anyone to make you happy. Like, the only one in charge to make you happy is yourself. Yeah. And, and if and you're having a hard time taking that control, you might need to seek professional help to see something to help you out. Maybe you have a chemical imbalance. Yeah. Having and depression or it, any of honestly... Those... Sorry. No, oh, yeah. Having depression or any of those, like... Um, mental illnesses or anything like that doesn't make you any less of a person or weak and you can't do it on your own you don't expect someone that has the flu or someone that has chickenpox to just heal no they need to take medicine and same thing with mental illnesses like if you're dealing with depression or bipolar disorder or whatever may be the case a professional could help you out better than you just expecting it to get if you break your arm it's not going to fix itself you need to go see a doctor so it's the same thing mentally too yeah no for real and 
Uh, one thing I kind of want to talk about there is just like, you know, we're not saying go broke because you're following your dreams, but mm -hmm. if it, like, be reasonable with yourself at the same time and um, don't don't take things to the extreme because when you take things to the extreme, they get blown out of the water and then they that's what makes you angry or at least that's what I found to be true is like it can really cause like anger to be built up. And yeah, and... and don't don't think success as making it big making a bunch of money oh, i think yeah, success no. i think as a streamer i feel like i'm successful because i met you carb i met i met uh snoop i met kaden i was not expecting to make these relationships streaming i like no joke i was not expecting to become affiliate i became affiliate and i was just expecting to have like just my friends and family or something sub to me and i have more than that my subs i'm like holy crap that's so cool of these people and then i feel when it comes to streaming i succeeded because yeah. i'm having fun doing it and it's not by myself and what i expected when i started was no one and no one's gonna watch and what that set up for me is that no matter what happened it was gonna succeed it was gonna do well but i know when I'm doing this, I'm having fun. So that's the success. And I don't need to be ninja. I don't need to be Dr. Disrespect or even cupcakes. I don't need to be cupcakes or, cupcakes. or who else. Um, that makes me uh, who, yeah. cupcakes. <laughs> like, let, let's see who else. Like, cause there, this is the thing. A lot of people watch YouTube or Twitter, I mean, or Twitch or something. And you think just cause they have like 600 people viewing their stream, they must be rich and successful. No, success is like, you're having fun doing it and you have people watching it. Like, it's, a, it's um, all what you set up for your success, right? And and mm -hmm. you know what's funny is we stemmed back from relationships and how Raph was in a depression. And I think in case anybody didn't catch on to that, Raph did actually bring it back to say what was causing his depression was that he felt that he was losing control and that he he didn't understand why everything was happening the way that it was. And then he didn't, it wasn't until that he found control, correct me if I'm wrong, that it wasn't until that he found that control or found what pushed him to go forward made him better. Um, yeah, it, I might be saying that slightly different, but. Yeah, full disclosure, I'm not saying I found that control yet either. Like I found some mm -hmm. resemblance of that control and it's making me feel better. And each day I feel better and better about it. So I could do my next step that I feel motivated enough to do it. Cause that's the thing, man, it's not a, a race, it's a marathon. I know that sounds very cliche, <laughs> but but it's it's the truth. Like we're not gonna solve your issue in the next day or a week or a month. Oh, yeah. or a year. It's definitely a marathon versus yeah. just you know one single type thing. Yeah, and the thing I say a lot too is like tomorrow is not guaranteed. I could not wake up in the morning, or I could get in an accident and never not be here. So I'm just gonna appreciate and do I the best I can. Tell people to stop now. that because that's that's really sad to think about. I don't I don't want to think it's about the truth a, though. I don't want to think about a life without a rap. It's the truth though. But the anxiety comes in if you're thinking too much. Like oh, I'm gonna die. Yeah. No, the whole point of that thought is to enjoy now. Yeah. Don't worry about the past because it already happened. You enjoyed it. Don't worry about the future because you don't know if you're gonna even have it because it's not guaranteed. Just worry about what you got now. Like enjoy this. Like I I was looking forward to this interview. Even though I had a huge ass migraine and stuff, I'm like, no, I'm gonna do this, you know, because I know I'm gonna feel better after. I'm gonna feel better doing it than not doing it. Because if you're under, like, what the old depressed me would probably cancel it or something so I could just sleep and feel better. But that's just for the micro. The macro, like, just going in and dealing doing with it, it. Yeah. you feel better. And you have this great conversation and, and you feel better in the end, you know?
for sure. My bad for turning this uh, podcast into like life advice and life. I know. I was gonna say I'm like over here going. I don't even know what to name this now. Like, yeesh, uh, life advice with rap. Um, you, you, you no, also, so, I think you you pinpointed something. Yeah. That I, oh, sorry. Go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that we should probably go on to the next topic of uh, yes. new grounds. <laughs> um, yeah, so for for the younger audience that listened to this podcast, new grounds was a site. I don't know if it's still around. Um, it is, yeah. Or if it's as popular, but Newgrounds was a site that when I was growing up in high school and in middle school, we would go to play video games, flash games. I'm pretty sure they've all converted to HTML5 now for the most part. Um, mm. There, there was animations on there, short clips. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the the flash animation or the the movie End of the World or End of Zay World or whatever it's called. Newgrounds is hi- in high school. Way, way to make me and Rath feel old. AF. <laughs> it was middle school, to be honest. Um, I would say Newgrounds New was middle school for me. I remember Newgrounds was almost like a bit after Columbine. Like Newgrounds started being around. Because uh, I remember they had like those. I don't uh, people. know what day that was, to be uh, honest. A long time ago. <laughs> but it I wasn't remember people. Pico was like the whole school shooting thing, and then that that was a big deal because he was shooting up the schools and stuff. Uh, and it was one of the Tom Fulp cartoons that he made, uh, what well, games? Pico. But man, yeah, the new Newgrounds. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you no, off because no, no. my ADHD. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, so I was actually just looking up to see when Newgrounds launched, just because I'm curious, like that. Uh, 1991. No. Hey, Pinky. No. Boom. Wait, give me a second. My daughter came okay. in. Okay. Hello, Mom. Oh, just see you. You want to see? Say hi to everyone. Hi. Say hello. Who's that? that? That's Carr. His name's Carr. Say hi, Carr. Hi, Carr. Hello. <laughs> Say hi, hey, Snoop. Say hi, Snoop. <gasps> he said it to me. Yeah, he said it to you. Yeah, he said hi to you. <laughs> this is the thing. She she watches YouTube and stuff, so all this for her is like like having a celebrity on TV saying hi to you, <laughs> even though she's in the, this is the first time she meets you. <laughs> hey, say hi, Peggy. Hi. I'll be with you a bit, okay, man? Okay. Wait, you got my the cord. You want to sit here and watch? Here's, here's, it's a microphone. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with the new room. Sorry. Uh, now I have to be clean. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to. Like, I have you on headphones. She just heard it because the yeah, headphones so are kind of loud. Oh, I'm being interviewed with Car. Yeah, come in and say hi if you want. No? Okay. My wife's here too, so she just got here. She's just saying hi. Give me a second, hold on. Alright. I mentioned how we first met too and everything. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Another kiss that you missed? Yeah. I haven't missed any since. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you only missed once. Thank you. <laughs> what? Oh, you only missed once. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, go ahead. Sorry about that, Bunny Girl. <laughs> Hold on, I think I'm trying to make sure this is saying Newgrounds happened before dot com. It did? It probably yeah. did because I this was way before YouTube. I remember Newgrounds was way before YouTube. It was like the first type of thing that you could go and watch videos, but at first it wasn't videos. I think it was supposed Nin- to be music. It's saying or 1991. At the age of 13, Tom Fulp launched a Neo Geo fan oh, size yes, un- under the name mm-hmm. Newgrounds. What is Neo Geo? Neo Geo means New Earth, and that's why he called it Newgrounds because uh, Neo Geo is like a like a video game like cabinet, like like Metal Slug and things that are Neo oh. Geo games, like Samurai Showdown, 
well not yeah semi showdown things like that so that's why it's called new grounds because a neo geo means that neo means new or the one or whatever and geo like earth or whatever and then new grounds Fulp launched a website as new grounds remix using a hosting service increased popularity in 1996 after bbs games club club of C and assassins were created by Fulp while a student at drexel university in pennsylvania Fulp created the sequel sequel to his creation of the uh, yeah so basically 1996 was like the original thing um I didn't use it until probably the dot-com bubble collapsed and it was 2003 or whatever. Yeah, I didn't start watching Newgrounds until, I think, 98 or 99. Yeah. That's when I started getting on Newgrounds. And then what got me really into Newgrounds, like a lot, because I only know a bit of it, was Ray. Right now he's speedrunning Zelda 2. But Ray was really into Newgrounds. Like, yeah, check out Newgrounds. And we watched Newgrounds, and we would watch those sprite cartoons, like the sprite movies. Yeah. Like it's Mario doing something, whatever. The ones I remember were the stick figure ones. And, oh, uh, yeah. In, yeah, that's ends of the End of Zay World. And yeah. I'm oh, talking about so, like back in the day so when it was like Beeple, Scrotum, the dog. Uh, what is the Barnyard Shenanigans? I just I also know. The Clock Sorry. Crew. I was part of the Clock Crew, by the way. But like... Oh. um. So I pirate. Oh, I didn't pirate. My bad. Uh, I legally purchased Flash. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, uh huh. And I started. By the way, for those who don't know, if he calls it Macromedia Flash, oh, yeah, that bad. that was the original name. It then got bought out by Adobe, and that's why everybody knows it as Adobe Flash now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, continue. And, no, it's cool. And then like, um, Flash was really freaking complicated. The whole working with Onion Action skin script. Stuff. <laughs> So I started using Swish, which is a like a sister program for it that makes it a lot easier. It was mainly just for text, but I kind of figured out how to instead of using text, using sprite GIFs or GIFs or whatever the heck you pronounce it. It's GIFs. You say Jim. GIFs, I'm gonna Jim is pronounced this. with a, a G, but it say you say Jim like if it was a J. So I could call it GIF if I want, but I'll call it GIF. They're pronounced GIFs as in the things that you give to people. You take mm-hmm. off the TS and it's GIF. GIF, GIF. We call it GIF. We call it GIF. I, I mentioned that because there's also another friend of ours here. Um, I'm not sure if he's watching that. A GIF from God. You know GIF, right? Yeah, I know GIF. So he's always messing around with that. Yeah, so. <laughs> and um, so I'll use GIFs for sprites or just I'll each frame do a sprite. And then I would do sprite movies at first. Like, I think I made a thing called Mega Man something. I forgot what it was. Mega Man. It was like a Mega Man cartoon that was going to do, like, episodic, like, Mega Man fighting bad guys and then, like, a story. So, I did so quick three question. episodes. Where, where does this come into play uh, with, like, um, your depression and you stopping music and stuff? Like, where where in timeline, I guess? When I started doing new rounds, I was still in that relationship. So I, I wasn't really 100% in that depressed mode. But I knew I was an introvert. And what mm-hmm. I liked about... Um, that because since I was in high school, I was in TV production. This was my outlet to like post my creativity stuff out for the world to see and then get reviewed and then comments. And then I'm like, well, that's cool. So like, I'm like, let me do Mega Man first. It was then, almost you know, like the original YouTube without actual regular with video. no money, no nothing. Yeah, yeah, you like you get a lot of views, and you make no money off of it. It was just it was purely for knew. the internet points. Like that's it. yes, and for the fun. And I did three Mega Man cartoons, and then I went off to the Clock Crew stuff. The Clock Crew was huge. Watched your stuff at one point, like your Mega Man's, or because I I was big into Mega Man and stuff, so I I might have actually seen it. Might have maybe because I did get a lot of views, and that's only because of Ray's help. And 
I'll bring that up in just a moment. Um, I started doing a duo don't clock crew cartoons and that got a lot of views. I got play um feature that I got those number one trophy, I got the third place trophy, uh, number one in the portal. I got I got a lot of trophies and new grounds for the cartoons. But my friend Ray was working on his sprite cartoon. You probably watched this. This has been seen like this is I'm talking about the time before YouTube. That had a few million views at that time. That's a it was lot. Number, he was number one out of the top 50 of all time. He was number one of the portal for like almost a year. Link's Quest for Ass is the name of the cartoon. You probably watched it. Every college that I went to, they've seen it. When I waited in line for the Wii on Black Friday, the people in line were talking about that. He's like, oh, I want to play Twilight Princess. But by the way, have you seen Link's Quest for Ass? There was I'm a here second to talk one? That. Yes, there was Link's Quest for Ass 2 as well. He oh, did he all the work. Did he post it up on YouTube as well? No, he never posted on YouTube. Anyone Bro, that so posted on YouTube, those it's... are fans that just repost it and take the, the views or whatever. Oh, but it's I only on Newgrounds. Uh, I made a, a Radiohead Street Spirit fade out a video where I was able to express most of my depression out of it, but it got erased by Newgrounds just recently because of the whole copyright thing with music or whatever. Mm -hmm. Which sucks because I put a lot of effort in that, that video and it's not around anymore. Um, but um, so This has over he... 300 pages of comments on Newgrounds. Yeah, because it it's been there for a while. 1.1 million views, roughly. It has part one or part of, two? Part one. And it has a rating of 4.59 out of yeah, 5. Yeah, that's high for yeah. being that many years. That's basically... Right? Did Newgrounds use a system... Uh, oh, and that's out of a 1,000 people voting for it. Yeah. So. And, like, back then, that's a huge deal because you don't find that on Google. There wasn't no really a, a Google back then. And part two probably has more views. And Ray did a great job with that. And because of that, people probably watch my cartoons. But... um. I only helped him like with one or two little sm small ideas that were funny, but the whole thing was him. Now, part two gets a lot very, um, it gets very non-PC. Uh... Um, do keep in mind, that's not Ray Ray's thoughts of anything. Like, those are the characters' thoughts. You know, it's like when you're watching a movie. Just because it's a movie with Nazis in it doesn't mean the director and the writer are racist. And... And the movie's very vulgar. There's a lot of porn and joke, jokes like that. That doesn't mean he's like that. He's not. He's a totally cool guy. But it was the, huge. The second one actually has more views. Yes, it does. The, the second one. one was the biggest one because um, we improved the the chat bubbles and also uh. the timing of it. And also that that's where like um, more games were into play. Like so, uh, Link's Quest for Us 1, there was a few games. Link's Quest for Us 2 was more of like a journey. Like a lot of games going in and out. Kind the Sprite Final like, Man... I made that Fidel Man sprite myself, where it's like a Fidel Man like boss, Mega Man boss, but it looks like Fidel Castro, the dictator uh -huh. from Cuba. <laughs> he throws out a cigar and he says "Mama me la tuerca," which means "suck my dick" in a very <laughs> vulgar way in Spanish. <laughs> so when, how long would it take you guys to do these things? Oh, that's the next thing I wanted to mention. It takes fucking forever. It takes forever, man. It was easy for me to make the do a don't cartoons mm -hmm. because I already had the sprites and then I could tween them. And then it makes the movement yeah. easy. And then I don't have to voice chat anything. I just do TTS. And then it says it, yeah. it sounds funnier that way with the TTS. And no mouth movement. Just yeah. a little arrow. Because that's you know they're talking. Yeah. Now for Ray, it's harder because first, Ray's a perfectionist. And you could tell because those, those cartoons are funny as hell and they still hold up. Even though there's, some of them are not as PC, but they're still yeah. really funny. You watch it, you can still laugh at stuff. Um, also, the dialogue, he has to type it in. 
also getting the the sprites, putting it in the thing, making sure that the timing goes well with the music because we we used a lot of swish and less flash because mm-hmm. swish was easier for us and user friendly for us. If we did flash, we could probably done better, but we don't know. It's kind of like flash is a pain it, for anyone who yes. doesn't. Know. I'm a so I'm a web developer, a programmer, uh, whatever you want to call me, and I hated like coming into programming. I hated ActionScript. I could not get into ActionScript and to do fancy things in Flash, to do like these fancy things that people were doing, they relied heavily on ActionScript along with like their user interface. By the way, your mm-hmm. chat's covering us, just to let you Yeah, know. my bad. Yeah, I was looking at something that Snoop mentioned in Discord. There we go. Fixed it. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, man, like Flash is a pain in the butt. So Swish was like a godsend to us because why use a screwdriver when you could use a drill, you know? Yeah, and unless the screwdriver man, or the drill doesn't fit. Uh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But when it comes to those cartoons, sprite cartoons, or just the, the clock crew cartoons I did, you really didn't need that. And then I had another, his name was Atomic Clock, or they'll call him Bio. He helped me out with a lot of with the graphics of a do-a-don't. Because like my, my whole thing of a do-a-don't was like a satire mm-hmm. of, um, of 90s sitcoms. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with the Growing Pains theme. And then there's like this one episode that I think the mini 3D Doritos clock gets uh, addicted to sleeping pills. So it's making fun of that Save, to the, Save by the Bell episode where Jesse gets all addicted to mm-hmm. caffeine pills or whatever. But uh, his cartoons, man, all those things take up time. Like mine, my Do Don'ts movies, I'm not going to lie to you, they came out of my ass. And just as quickly as I pull them out of my ass is how I quickly I put it up because I already had like a set system of animations. So I just like, yeah. copy paint and I just had to come up with a story and do a silly story. Uh, Ray's took a while because it was a lot of story, a lot of like thought into it. Like we would go to Denny's and talk until like four in the morning at Denny's talking about ideas and then he'll come up with ideas and he'll use it. And then he'll say, hey, check this out. And then I remember the scene that made me crack up so hard. That he's look check out this new scene I worked on, and then he it's like Dr. Dre put up sprite car- perverted cartoons. <laughs> he goes check this out. He presses play, and it, it's uh, the old man from uh, Zelda. Uh, <laughs> thinking oh oh Link, uh, if only I could have you. And then it fades to black to like a wooded area, and the the old man is naked, and Link is naked, and is playing Michael Bolden. And, only if I, you know, that, that oh Michael Bonner song that uh, is playing in the background. He's like, I love you, Link. He's like, I love you too, old man. And they get together, it says censored. And that part made me crack up because just because of the Michael Bolden song and all the setup yeah. for it. I mean, it's it's always the writing and the story and how things are set up for it that definitely helps. Um, one of the vices, so this is slightly veered off, but one of the vices that I found on the internet when I was looking at vlogs and like how to edit and things is <laughs> storytelling. If you're not good at it, get good at it that's mm-hmm. like one of the first things you want to do like you can publish crap content all you want but and that will help you get good at it but you should sorry no it's cool coffee <laughs> um, <laughs> you should definitely uh learn to be better at it i guess yes there's this one cartoon in Newgrounds that everyone hated on it was final fantasy something the art and animation in it was amazing it was super good and the writing was really bad the writing sucked. It was like so stale humor. It was not funny. So were they British? But <laughs> no, they weren't actually. Uh, I think they were Canadian or something. But like, damn man, when they posted, it was we'll straight because of the graphics. But no one thought it was funny, and no one liked it. And I'm not shitting on them. It's just the truth. Like it wasn't that funny. But then Arfin House came out. I'm not sure if you remember Arfin House. The movie. 
and <laughs> they made a fake orphan house the movie but uh, uh it's a if, a if a meme was a uh, an animated short that's what orphan house was all the orphan houses i think there's like six i don't know they, they don't go in order but it's like a meme in action and uh they had good art and good skills and animation but they didn't use it they made it crappy on purpose they made it look crappy on purpose but man their story and their it's like i don't think it holds up today but it's just a bunch of random humor i think i, think that, I know which one you're talking about but i'm not 100 percent sure but do yeah people still post on newgrounds do people still post on newgrounds yeah oh man uh that's anyways, the thing like sorry, ray, i'm getting so distracted that's cool yeah if ray if ray was that big in Newgrounds? How they, it isn't. I would say he's close. He would have been close to something like one of those big YouTuber names. I'm not gonna say PewDiePie because PewDiePie is like god level big. <laughs> it would be like like uh, he, he would definitely have some good views on YouTube if he had uh, started posting on there went regularly. The the difference is is you guys made it very creative in the sense that you could. It was almost as a you pick your own adventure type thing. Yeah. And, and that's and it goes, harder to do he, on YouTube. Well, he so. did it. I'm not going to take credit for it. He, well, he yeah, came yeah. up with that story and everything. But, like, uh, it goes through a bunch of different games. Uh-huh. And it was, like, so popular. So many people watched it. But new- YouTube never existed then. There, there was no such thing as YouTube. No one had the bandwidth for that. Come on. Yeah. Are you kidding? Like, it was, it, we had these movies had preloaders. They were only five megabytes long. Like, some of them were 10 and they, megabytes. Yeah. They, and then you would, like, wait. I remember making a website in Flash, and you still had to mm-hmm. wait for it to freaking load. Yeah. The preloaders. Yeah, I, dropped- I remember we, Ray and I put a lot of effort on our preloaders, and we'd never come out how we want. Because oh, the no, preloader was a cool did. thing that people could hang out and watch, and then the movie would start, and then you could watch the movie. Yeah, no. But, uh, it would take way too long. Mm-hmm. Now it's like five megs. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five, five megs is nothing. Yeah, back then it was like five megs to upload that. Forget it. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah my Newgrounds. Yeah, that, that's where I was able to try doing that, and I felt like I failed on Newgrounds. But I met people on the clock crew, and we played Star Wars Galaxies and City Heroes. See, that... To me, Battlefield too. that's what I mean by like gaming. It it really brings people together, and it really, mm-hmm. it really uh, gaming, creative content, anything like that. You find a community, and as long as you're not a dick, you will find friends. And sometimes even when you are a dick, you will find friends. Yeah, yeah, you just find other dicks. Yeah, and then yeah. you guys will be cool <laughs> with each other. Yeah. <laughs> then you guys will have a bag of dicks. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that was a big mouth reference. I don't know if anybody's seen that. Um. Raph, I'm going to end it there. We've been talking for two hours straight, just about. Oh, shit. And the estimate I mean, was like, what, 30 minutes in an hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 generally, I generally shoot for about an hour or 30 minutes to an hour just because, you know, it helps. But honestly, this was awesome. Um, we can definitely have you back on the, the podcast. Do you have any questions for the viewers to answer on Twitter or Facebook by any means? My question is, which game got you to meet one of your best friends or relationships because they could i'm sure that everyone has like a game that they made that met their best friend or maybe their relationship i know people that almost got married and they met each other through halo uh i met really close friends through games so what game have you played that met you uh, made you meet your best friend or significant other all right, guys, so just to let you guys know, you guys can go find Raph on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram, right? Um, yeah. Under the name Raph3, R-A-F-T-H-R-E-E. And uh, <laughs> sorry, I had issues keeping that going. 
sport. <laughs> so or what? Or sport. Huh? Or sports. Or sports. Where you met your significant other? Oh no, but we're keeping it the games. Thanks, man. When they interview you, they'll ask you that. <laughs> I'm just messing with her numbers. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna, all we're gonna, all we're gonna see is this, like, hand come across the screen and... You see how red I'm just... Come over here, come over here. Like, let me, let me, so you can see the face that she gave me, that made me crack up. I have that face. I don't even want to show my regular face. Oh, okay, forget her. But yeah, we, me and her, we always mess around. Hi! Hi! The camera's over here, say hi. I always mess around like that. Like, I'm always, like, the being a dick. <laughs> but I don't mean it. I said I, I said that we were gonna see her hand just come across the screen and Oh and slap you. me? Oh there's my dog too. Oh, Good <laughs> <laughs> copper. Alright, so you guys can find him on Twitter or Instagram or Twitch. I don't know if he has a Facebook. Do you have a Facebook? Not anymore. I got rid of Facebook like three years ago. Completely. Alright, so also, if you guys want to answer his questions, you can respond to him on Twitter or you can respond to any of our posts on Unconventional Geek. Uh, Facebook or even Unconventional Geeks. Actually, I don't have a Twitter. We do have an Instagram. Um, basically, it's Unconventional Geek after Facebook. So, Facebook.com slash Unconventional Geek. Or you also have Instagram.com slash Unconventional Geek. I don't know if there's a hyphen in there. Just search it. You got us. Um, thank you. Yeah, so thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to having you back on. We can definitely do that. That's no for sure no problem. And uh, I'll talk to you later, Raf. All right, take care, carbs. Thanks. Hey guys, thank you guys for tuning in to this two-part series for Unconventional Geek. And I will uh, probably be doing this uh, two-part format more in 2019. That or having at least two episodes for the podcast each week. Thank you guys for tuning in and stay unconventional.